Hello, this is Ross Purdy. You're listening to Ross Purdy Destroys Comedy. And I would like to advertise the shows I have coming up at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. First off, I have my solo sketch slash kind of stand-up but more sketch show. Hey, hey, it's Doomsday. It's from March 29th to April 10th at Storyville and April 13th, 14th, 20th, 21st at Bards of Ferry. That's all those different times you can look up online at the Comedy Festival website. Tickets are now on sale. It's going to be a, a wild, crazy, fun show. I also have Ross Purdy Destroys Comedy Live podcasts all weekends throughout the Comedy Festival at 5pm at the Lantern Lounge. We're going to be having some great special guests like the Two Little Dickheads. Jonathan Schuster, Nikki Barry, Claire Sullivan, Ben Volchok, Annie Louie, and so on and so forth. And those tickets are available online now. Also, me and Damien Vosk are doing the Late Night Party Boys. We're late night variety shows, also at Lantern Lounge. Weekends throughout the comedy festival, and we're going to have some great, weird, fun character acts. Come on, do some of our old bowl shtick. We'll be doing our odd bullshit throughout, and it's going to be a whole lot of fun. You can look at that online and get your tickets through comedyfestival.com.au. Hope to see you there. Let's destroy comedy, let's burn it down today. I Listeners or watchers, welcome to a very special Ross Parody Destroys Comedy. I am your host, Ross Parody Destroys Comedy. I am here today with Fat Wolverine. There it is, Fat Wolverine. Or Harvey, Harvey Pop Popton. Well done. Very good. It's it's very hard to introduce someone that you don't know very well, isn't it? Or Harvey Wivington. Possibly, yeah. If you want to use my regal, you know, um, bloodline name, it's Withington. Which one do you want to be? Fat Wolverine. Fat, Wol- Fat Wolverine? Yeah. Like I said, I think if there's, there's a very slim chance that since they did an old Wolverine movie, they might do a Fat Wolverine movie. And I just want to be at the front of the queue for that role because I think I'm made for it if I can just get the... The tufts of hair going and the sideburns. Any Australian accent? I have an Australian accent. What are you talking about? Come on, mate. <laughs> well, a few Jackman had an American accent. Yeah, but. It was a pretty good one. Off camera, it's an Australian accent. I know. I, I realize he's Australian. I'm going to actually probably have to incapacitate him somehow because they'll probably give the role to him and let him get fat. They've done that before, right? Do you think that they will let Hugh Jack get freaking jacked up as shit? Yeah. 
But I mean, he did probably as much of that as he possibly could. And I think now he's, he's just too old. Needs uh, a young, fresh face like mine to, you know, breathe, breathe new life into the role. And that is a fresh face you have right there. Fresh as they come. Smile to the fresh camera. Fresh daisies. There. Ding. Can you animate a little, like, glint in my teeth or something? Yep. And we have a sound effect. And hey, how you doing? I'm Ross Purdy. Our audio listeners are going to be so out of the loop right now. They're well, going to be like, they're missing out. Yeah, no, it's true. I mean, without seeing me, it's hard to imagine me as Wolverine. I can do. Yeah. Like, so, I'm sure you can see it. So, Fat Wolverine. Yeah. How did it all get started for you? Well, that depends on what you're asking about specifically. I have no idea what you know about me as far as uh, anything that I do. But it, the important thing... I think for everyone to know is I'm not a comedian. I'm only here because you couldn't find a better guest or probably any guest for this week. So I'm basically filling in, you know, like I'm a placeholder. And as such, it doesn't really matter what I say or do. You know, I feel quite free, in fact. Like I don't know if you have swearing on the podcast, but I don't care. I'll swear. Do it, I dare you. Fuck. Jesus Christ. Yep, you're censored now. You'll be like Rogan. You'll get cancelled. And it really was. It really was the F-bomb that got him, wasn't it? Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it might have been. Maybe that was the, the secret reason behind the real conspiracy, which, you know, they claim was because he was spreading medical misinformation. Well, I think it was more that he... Said fuck a lot. Does he say fuck? It might have been that word. I don't know if he swears that much on the podcast. He probably does. Look, he speaks so slowly and slow calmly. And it's more easier to detect swears when it's like being yelled at mm. quickly. That's right. I think he says them too quietly if he's got any flaws at all. It's that he doesn't swear loud enough. If you're going to say fuck, say fuck, you know, like really get into it. And, uh, Shock the hell out of people because, um, you know, without the intonation, it's really just a four-letter word, right? And also, ego is not a dirty word. Talk about that. <laughs> well, I don't have an ego, of course, because, you know, I'm a spiritual person. I'm very zen. I've, of course, gotten rid of my ego and it doesn't drive me in the slightest. So um, did that sound impressive? Great. Wonderful yeah. stuff. Cut I'm giving the, a thumbs up. Thumbs up right now. Cool, cool. Yeah. No, I think people like spiritual people, so I like to pretend that that's what it's that's what I do. But um well, it's not a dirty word either. It's just a regular word. So, I mean, specifically the dictionary definition is not a dirty word. So, it's a short word. I like that. It's good. You get you get three letters, but two full syllables. It's pretty amazing when you think about it. There aren't that many words like that. Actually, there's probably a lot of words like that when I think about it. But um, I can't think of any. Ago? Ago. Egot. Egot, but that's four letters, isn't it? You added a letter. Sure. Yeah. Is egot a dirty word? I don't know what it means. What does it mean? Emmy. Golden Globe. Oscar Tony. Yeah. And EGOT. 
Yeah. So like when someone is aiming for an EGOT, they want the four awards. If you won those four awards, it's an EGOT. Is that right? Okay. Well, you know, you learn something new every day and you don't expect to learn anything from your podcast. I mean, I haven't in the past, but being on it must be a different thing. I'm, I'm soaking things up like a fucking sponge. This is amazing, which is what your head looks like, a sponge. Okay. I don't need that on this show. What? What? You can't take it, but you can give it? I got so much material ready for you. Absolutely. I got got written on my hand here. Do it. Do Um, the material. No, it's rubbed off. It rubbed off because I got sweaty before. So that's actually going to cut it pretty short. I had about 30 minutes of material that we can't do now. Sorry about that. We'll just have to talk about bullshit. Great. Well, I've got a whole bunch of material about you. Oh, yeah? What do you Mr. got? Mr. Do you write it on your hand? Uh, no, I wrote it on my stomach like a professional. <laughs> right. Hold on a second. I didn't. Uh, hold on. Hold oh, on. no. Oh, no, I, I can see a nipple. This is, this is some, I might have to prosecute you. Dear Harvey, <laughs> is this a roast? Because you're big enough for a roast. It's not bad. It's not bad. Stick a fork in me. I'm done. Because I'm a roast. So it's like that bad joke, but also relevant to the current context. Don't add a tag to my joke. Which is exactly what good absurdist comedy should be in context and make perfect sense, don't you think? Well, I'm a truth teller and the truth is always in context. I think you said on Facebook you're an absurdist because I remember reading it and then I went, that's a funny thing to say that you are, that you're an absurdist. Do you, do you characterize yourself as an absurdist? I characterize myself as a truth teller. And the truth is absurd in many cases, so I suppose they could be the same thing. Thank you. Now you get it, fat Wolverine. If I wanted to be an absurdist, what advice would you give me? So, have you ever seen the film Freddy Got Fingered? No. Watch the film Freddy Got Fingered. It's a porno though, right? Yeah? Is it good? Absolutely not. It's not a porno. It's Tom Green's directorial. He's an absurdist. One and only. Tom Green. Yeah, you remind me of Tom Green a little bit. Is he he an influence of yours? Well, one time I carved up a, a dead moose and went inside the moose. No. Much like in the film, Freddy Got Fingered. There's no way you did that because we don't have mooses in Australia. So you would have had to go to Canada or something for that. How, I don't believe you. How do you know this wasn't during a Canadian vacation? It could have been, but I'm calling you out. I don't think, you, I don't think you've ever set foot in Canada. How very dare you, Mr. Fat Wolverine. <laughs> Well, I just don't believe you. I've I mean, been so many times. Some things are credible, some aren't, you know. That's not. It's not credible. You're spreading misinformation right now by saying I never went to Canada. I might be. Show me your passport. We'll check the stamps. I mean, it's easy to prove if you've been there. You think so? <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah. But my stamps got lost on the way to the mail. Yeah. Went through the wash, did it? Yeah, so I mm-hmm. washed my little pantaloons. Right, I see. Then boom, all the Canadian stamps just went. They were out of here. Yeah, well, that's fair, I suppose. But, um, I mean, I 
I would say it's you're lying about your passport. However, I did have one go through the wash once, so I suppose it's possible. And that is how we ended up on the same page. And probably in the same country. Canada? Yeah, well, well, no, mine wasn't in Canada. It was in the Philippines, which is much more fun to visit, by the way. Uh, Why the fuck did you go to Canada? It's exactly the same as here, except they say a boot. And that's the little amount of difference that I wanted. That's all you wanted? Yes. Yeah. Well, what did you what did you learn from your visit to Canada with their slight in different intonations on the American accent? Well, I learned that the two big the two biggest Canadian comedy shows that everyone tries to get on is Corner Gas right. and Naked News. Those are the two. I believe I heard this last week, but I, yeah, I don't remember what the shows are. Is Naked News the one where they do the news naked? Uh, they have nothing to hide, and that includes their oh. bodies. I, I'm pretty sure there was a Naked News where girls were doing the news topless. Oh, no, they would strip while they were doing the news. It was awesome. It was really, really good. Like so much better than a, a news show where they don't strip, you know? I thought, anyway, for me. You think, of, you think a fluff piece on Naked News is just when they haven't shaved? Yeah, possibly, or, or a story about a fluffer who's someone who keeps the guys erect on a porno. Okay. I don't know if I this needed to a, explain that this to is you. A, this <laughs> is, uh, Naked News isn't a sexual show no. just because they get naked. I mean, a human body is inherently sexual. Mr. Fat well, Wolverine. Mine isn't. Yeah, I know. You know, it's funny when I see myself in the mirror, I have no sexual reaction to myself at all. It's quite strange, really, when you think about it, isn't it? That's weird because I look at myself in the mirror. Yeah. And I have a full chub. Yeah. <laughs> I really uh, don't want to know anything more about that, if, if you don't mind. You've already called, sexually harassed me by showing your nipple. I really called, don't want to it's know. It's called self-love. Yeah, well, I mean, I think you might have misinterpreted what self-love is supposed to be. Uh, I don't think it's supposed to be uh, getting uh, an erection when you see yourself in the mirror. You're talking about like the meditation self-love or the masturbation self-love because they're both kind of different things. Aren't they both masturbatory though? Well, your your version of it's probably more on the side of the masturbatory one, but it depends. I mean, you, you know, you say you get a chub, you don't say if you act on it. So I don't know if you you could be thrust up against the mirror, making out with yourself and jerking yourself off. I have no idea. Like that would be, I've seen that in movies when girls do it. It's not bad, but imagining you do it is awful. Like just fucking horrific. Like, oh my God, the very thought of it. Are you wearing the mask? Um. This is how my face looks. And it's always been how my face looks. It's not a mask. (laughs) I thought you had a tattoo of Montgomery Burns. I thought that was the problem. Well, it was a tattoo of George Burns, but actually turns out it was George Banks that we weren't sure if that was a soccer player or not. We're doing all the callbacks to a couple of weeks back. Well, I was here. I was just sitting there. So, like, I mean, I remember all the, like, more than an average listener would remember the show. Most, if you have any listeners, uh, I'm not sure. Hi, Michael. Is Michael a listener? Hi, Sebastian. 
Oh, you're bragging now. That's a soft brag, is it? You got two listeners that you don't know. Two of. listeners. All right. Hey, first day, subscribe to my Patreon. Thank you very much. You'll get probably two extra listeners this week who will want to see how badly I do and laugh at me. So you'll uh, you'll get double the listenership. And that's what I need. I need yeah. those two listeners to go that's to right. four. Yeah, that's good. Once you get to four. It, it's basically exponential growth from there, I believe. Once you get your four listeners a week, it goes to 4.1 and then pretty quickly 4.25. And, you know, in less than 10 years, you'll have 100 viewers pretty consistently. So, And it's interesting. We were bringing up a couple of weeks ago when you were here, the Mark Oshka episode, we are doing callbacks. Yes. And that actually brings up what I wanted to bring you in here for. Oh, there was a purpose, was there? There was a purpose. It wasn't just that I had no guests. I have plenty of guests. Oh, so it's like ridicule? Is it to embarrass me? What is it for? I've never brought anyone on for the sole purpose of ridiculing or embarrassing them. What was the other purpose in the, in the cases where you ridiculed and embarrassed people? I've never ridiculed or embarrassed no, anyone. No, of course not. No, that's not the way I see it at all. No. If anything, you're self-deprecating, right? No? Maybe. I think you're pretty self-deprecating. What? You're fair. You're not, you're not punching down. You're punching up, right? I punch up so hard I broke an audience member's jaw. Yeah, well, that's the way to do it. You know, if you're going to do it, make sure they get knocked out. Otherwise, they'll get up and punch you back. That sucks. But I did want to bring you in here because mm. for the couple episodes now, I've been doing it in this great studio. Been doing some video work as well. It's been turning out, well, two out of three ain't bad. Yeah. No, there's only been two. It's one out of two. <laughs> You're assuming this is going to work? I wouldn't. You're operating it now. Uh, I actually think it's working better than ever. Oh, really? You think it's better when you're pressing the button? All right. Well, it's we'll more see. rapid fire and how it doesn't match up at all. <laughs> yeah. You got to remember, don't always point it at the person who's talking. You want to get the reactions as well. You know, you got to, you got to, you know, mix it up a little bit. Yeah. Are you just react? This is you reacting now. Okay. Well, maybe not so self-consciously if, if you know what I mean. Is, is that the case? It's actually kind of funny that you can press the button and put it on yourself whenever you want. We'll see how narcissistic you are. I'm going to count exactly how much time, how many frames I get versus how many frames you get. And I reckon if you get more than 75%, that means you're a narcissist. Are you really going to count that amount? Yeah, but I'm going to, I'm going to do it scientifically. I'm not going to actually count the frames one by one. I'm just going to do it based on the time and knowing that there's 30 frames a second. What if I just kept it on you the whole time? Well, you could. That would, that would in some way prove that you're not a narcissist or at least that you don't want to be seen as a narcissist. And that will juke for stats. It could in be my, a virtue signal though, in right? My, in my favorite, I ruined it. I put it on myself again. Damn. The more airtime you can get on Fat Wolverine, trust me. I mean, right now I'm not famous, but as soon as I get into that next X-Men movie, it'll, it'll all explode for me. And I'm not even an actor. I'm just going to look the part. Or a comedian, really. I'm nothing. Yeah. I'm just a guy who presses that button <laughs> when when people lose their studio and they and they need need a spare place to do it. Yeah. So 
Oh, well. Employee evaluation. <laughs> yeah. That's what I brought you in for. All right, let's do it. I'm, I'm pretty happy to do that. Employee as in as a um, podcast engineer. We'll call it podcast engineer. It podcast good. producer slash engineer. Okay. Podcast. Pro- oh, that's even better. I like that. What about a podcast uh, supervisor slash producer slash engineer slash boss? Okay. You're no one's boss. You, you're nothing. Yeah. But if I turned it off, there'd be no podcast. So that makes me, that's like a kill switch, you know, like boss mode. So I'm a boss by default. I mean, what about saw, sicko mode? Sicko mode. Yeah, you could do that too. That's when you press the button and it's just switching cameras all the time. Try it. It'll be fun. Hmm. Whoa. Hmm. Whoa. Look, it's switching fast. Is this really annoying? Yeah, it would be. Oh, I bet it is. It's too much behind the curtain shit. Now people are going to be able to make their own podcast. They won't need us. And that's the spirit that this podcast was made. Really? You want all your audience members to make their own podcast as well? Yeah, because I'm so confident that I'm already doing such a bang-up job. Well, you're ahead. What was that? I heard something in my headphones. Did you knock a key? I may have knocked up a key. Oh, shit. All right. Well, hopefully it doesn't get into the the final mix. We'll have to fix that. Again, behind-the-scenes shit. It's just uh, too much, too much information. Seriously, don't give all my secrets away. So for the past couple episodes, you've been kind of an employee of the show. That's right. And I've, got a, I've actually got an issue with the pay, but uh, yeah, I have been. Okay, bring that up now because I was going to... Well, there's no payers there. So it's kind of... I mean, I don't want to say slavery because there's no chains... It's not as bad as, like, it's soft slavery. But it is also the very definition of it if you get someone to work without pay. So are you a, are you comfortable being a slave owner? I mean. I am if the slave is white. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Because we haven't had our turn. So I think the more white slaves we get, the better. And, and hopefully it'll get anybody who's got a history of slavery they'll have nothing to say to us anymore. You know, like what happens when it's even? Like we've had as many white slaves as black slaves, then does that mean we can just shake hands and, you know, I mean, would that do it, do you think? Is uh, this racist? I uh, will find out when it's released, won't we? I think it's going to cause outrage what I just said. You'll edit it out. It doesn't matter. And that's the thing. You haven't been editing these podcasts. No, there's no editing. No. Did you want me to edit? <laughs> they could have done with some, I reckon. But yeah, no, no editing. And you're a very controversial figure. I mean, what you just said about white slaves and black slaves and well, what happens if we we get all equal. I don't think it should be controversial. I want to know. Like, I genuinely want to know what could be done to actually rectify our absolutely atrocious history. Like, it's... It, it's so overwhelmingly atrocious that it seems like it just can never be rectified. Don't you think? Like, I mean, you're a bit of a do-gooder, right? Like you're sort of a left-leaning sort of guy, right? As we all know, anyone who leans to the left is automatically a do-gooder. That's right. 
<laughs> and that is why you're a controversial figure. Well, no, I just think about of things your in a weird way. It's it's not beliefs. There's, you know, it's a question. Or like, facts. What is the answer? I have no idea. Here's a no question. Idea. Why does my foot go numb when I sit on my leg for too long? I think it's because you've got bad circulation, which means you'll die of a heart attack before you hit 40. Well, we can only hope. Are you 40 yet? I am, in fact, 28. Okay, good. Well, I picked a good number then because you've still got 12 years. <laughs> if I'd picked 30, you would have been like, oh, fucking two years. Jesus Christ, thanks for the diagnosis, Doc. Great. It's like when they say... Um, yeah, sorry, you've got uh, you've got cancer, and you go, well, how long have I got? And they say, well, I wouldn't book anything for the afternoon. You know, I wouldn't start reading any new books. Try and finish an old one. You know, but yeah, twelve years is fine, right? It's like getting AIDS. You got you know plenty of time when you get AIDS. I'm or, not a basketball sorry, player. Though. <laughs> what basketball players? The only ones who get HIV. And are able to survive for a longer time. No, I think everyone survives for ages. You know, they remember that bowling ball thing, like the you know the the Grim Reaper bowling all the people down. Mm-hmm. Well, how long does a bowling ball take to get from one end of the bowling alley to the other? It's it's like what five seconds, ten seconds if they're slow. And I think the Grim Reaper probably is slow. So ten seconds? No, ten years. Have a ball rolling. And just sort of sitting there for ages, that would be a realistic ad, you know. No one cared about HIV. They were like, if I only get another 10 years, you know, I'll make it a good 10 years. Limits can be good, Mm. I think. Restrictions can help grow creativity. Exactly. It's it's when you have a a difficult situation, you you create to, to provide a solution. So, yeah, as soon as someone tells you you've got a limited number of years, I bet you're going to do some really awesome stuff in those years. And that's the thing. You bring this up all the time, or at least you've brought this up all the time since you've become the podcast engineer slash producer slash boss (laughs) slash person. And that's what I wanted to bring up with this evaluation. Yeah, okay, let's go. Evaluate me. I know I fucked up the first one. I mean... What can I say? Well, what can you do when you have such a person as John Dawes plus no fuss? Yeah. And every time he's anywhere. It's true. It was overwhelming. I mean, just having him in the room and uh, watching how much he was able to sweat was impressive. Like, and, and very, you know, it was balmy. You know what I mean? Not, not, not balmy with an R, but balmy with an L. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't the British cricket team. No, I think balmy means zany, doesn't it? I don't know. But I think there's a word balmy. But anyway, the one with the L, which means sort of hot, hot and sensual. I, th- I think sticky, of it as sensual as well. Sticky hot. Yeah. And it was like he just filled the room with his uh, with his sweat and his, you know, like he had this steam coming off and then we had all the humidity in the room was was just, you know, made up of his sweat particles and we were just breathing him in. You know, and it was very hard to keep everything. Like the laptop went haywire, everything went bad. But um, I mean, I don't think I've ever fully recovered, to be honest. And it makes me empty when I'm not in his presence. You know, like I can't really truly ever be happy again. Yeah, I think I've got that long John Dawes plus no fuss 
Hot, sticky, barminess. Yeah, you got it too? Yeah. Have you been sort of miserable since? I kind of have been, and I feel like occasionally I my body just skips like it's a frame, like a frame rate, like a bad frame rate, you know? Yeah. Is it when you're looking at yourself in the mirror with a boner? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad. It's exactly when you want to not have a, a frame skip, but you get stuck in that, that moment, right? Mm-hmm. So I can be done. And it's still and it's still on the frame. <laughs> and then the next frame, there's just a pool of white stuff on the ground and you don't know what happened. Yeah, that wacky glue. Yeah, wacky glue. That's right. That's what I call it too. That's what my mum calls it. That's what my kindergarten teacher called it. Okay. Why, and this is another reason why I'm bringing up today the employee evaluation. Right. What is up with your kindergarten teacher? Well, I mean, she was a child rapist. So, um, she was, she was abusing us left, right and center. It was just insane, but she was relatively hot. So we didn't report her. She's probably still going, but she'll be older now. She'll probably be about 60. And that's the thing. Female teachers, if they're attractive enough. Yeah. It's a fantasy. It's great. Yeah. I mean, I was four. So. And there was a South Park episode about that. Oh, what? South Park episode about that. About getting abused? Yes, a hot teacher abusing a five, a four-year-old. Really? <laughs> I must have missed that one. Was it good? And the boy was Canadian. Ah, we're getting back to Canada again, are Yeah, we? yeah. You still haven't really evaluated my me as an employee, though. Well, that's what I wanted to bring up. You constantly bring up the child-raping kindergarten teacher. <laughs> And it really brings the mood down. And that's what I wanted to bring really? up. Yeah. Sorry about that. I don't mean to bring the mood down. You know, it's just when you've been raped, you've been raped. You know, I mean, it just, you know, sometimes it comes up, sometimes it doesn't. But but you brought it up. You brought up the sticky glue. I did. But I also wanted to bring up that it's clearly a fake story that you ripped from a South Park episode. <laughs> no. So that makes it even worse. But you're making up. You kind but I haven't of making... seen that episode. You're making this tragedy into a joke, and that's what I wanted no. to bring up in this employee I would, evaluation. I would never do that. But, uh, yeah, you're right. Okay, I'll, I'll note that down, and I will uh, do my best to mention child rape less. Not at all would be great. Okay, not at all. I'll try. Unless you bring it up. Okay, but I'm never going to bring up child rape. But you did this time because, you, you know, you talked about the wacky glue. I mean... Of course, that was going to make a connection. How? I didn't. That's not child rape. That's me ejaculating. Well, if you've ever, if you've ever I was known a, it, a fully grown man ejaculating has <laughs> nothing to do with raping a child. It was all consensual. Well, where do you use sticky glue? Uh, to impregnate someone. The first, well, the first thing I think of is kindergarten. Second thing, rape. That's all I'm saying. So, maybe. We can help each other. You can not mention sticky glue and I'll not mention kindergarten rape. Okay. How's that sound? It really brought the mood down when Mark was in here last time. What did I say? I don't even remember saying anything about it, but I do tend to. You're like, you're giving Mark the whiskey and then you're saying, you know, Mark, whiskey's a bit like wacky glue. (laughs) I was raped by my kindergarten teacher. (laughs) Well, that's because, I mean, that's his fault though, isn't it? For wanting whiskey. No, but just leaving enough space, like in the conversation. I've had to say something. What else was I going to say? The weather's a bit warm, isn't it? 
I got raped. Son, in- son's out. <laughs> Look, I didn't really get raped in kindergarten. Yeah, we know. You ripped yeah. off that South Park episode. No, I've never seen Keep that. Keep denying. Keep denying you've never seen that episode. Because we know, we know you're ripping it off. I've never seen the one about the gerbil trying to escape the, the gay man's ass either. So, uh, I, Is that my life you're describing right now? <laughs> I don't know, but uh, well, you haven't got one in now, have you? No, well, a gerbil's what I call my pencil. Why? Because it's a gerbil brand pencil. I'm so confused because you say pencil, I immediately think penis. So are you saying your nickname for your penis is gerbil, in which case it's something that you shove up no, your No, a pencil, like a pencil you write words with. Okay, fine. It's like uh, I call, call it gerbil because it's like, <laughs> it reminds me of a gerbil. I what mean, can I say? That's fair. It's a weirdly shaped pencil. I have a pencil that's got a little pug on the end of it. So that's what I think of. That's I... what it was. There was a gerbil at the end of it. I think it broke off. Right. And then did you? Yeah. I mean, how could you? It's up, could you it's up, it's up my rectum. You Richard geared it, didn't you? I did. And no one gets that reference anymore. No, <laughs> I'm pretty old. What did you say you were? 22, 25? 28. 28. Well, I'm 46, so I still get that reference. Well, Late Night Party Boys, we tried doing a sketch where a a gerbil does a one-person play about trying to make it in Hollywood. This is real, by the way. No. And then the whole thing turns out that their agent uh, led them down a road where they ended up going up Richard Gere's ass. That's awesome. See, you would have had me in the back just laughing my tits off and no one else understanding what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the thing. No one else understood. Well, I wasn't so there. So we're like, I wasn't so there. you weren't yeah. there. And that's another problem. You have to come see all my shows. I know. I probably do now. My Fucking improv hell. shows, my um, solo shows, my late night party boy shows, all of them. Well, I'm going to have to listen to all the podcasts now to compare how well everyone else does in comparison to me because ego is not a dirty word. Right. So, you know, I can sit there and, you know, listen to, you know, you'll probably get, I don't know, some loser like Steve Hughes on or someone like that. And I'll be like, I did better than Steve Hughes. Or, you know, you'll get uh, Louis C.K. on or something like that. And you'll be talking to him about uh, sticky glue and, and flicking in girls' faces without their permission. And I'll be like, I, I started that joke. So he gets no credit for it. The weird thing about Louis C.K., he wants, Made me watch him masturbate without my permission. Well, it was called Horace and Pete. <laughs> I liked Horace and Pete. You didn't like that? Okay. That was art. It okay. wasn't necessarily comedy, but it was art. That's what I hate. Comedians thinking that they can be all arty and stuff just yeah. because you could do a good fart joke or something. Well, that's what it was. So if you hate that, you'll, you would hate Horace and Pete. But I thought it was pretty good. I really liked it. Okay, take two. All right. Yep. Let's stop recording. Let's start again. Start fresh. There's no good stuff in there. Take two. All right. Louis C.K. once made me watch him masturbate without my permission. Yes. It was called Louis season four. (laughs) How many seasons of Louis were there again? Five. I thought the fifth one was the worst. It was the only bad one, actually. That's the one where he keeps getting naked, right? All of the show? Yeah, like in every episode. He takes a bath with fucking... What's her face? The other comedian that he has a relationship in it. It's like, what's he? This, and this was before we knew he was an exhibitionist. So it was like, what, why is this in the show? 
That's not funny. I mean, it's a bit funny, but what's he doing? Why does he keep, he's, we know you're riding yourself into this situation. Why would you do that? It's like, you know, you, you, you put yourself in a movie with Katie Holmes and it's just you making out with her the whole movie. That's interesting because in Louis C.K.'s new special, he has a bit about this. Does he? Writing yourself a great role. He does too. About Matt Damon and Goodwill Hunting. And the whole time I'm thinking, you wrote your, all your work. Yeah, you're right. You that wrote. was actually a good bit, but you're right. It's pretty hypocritical. Yeah. What a dickhead. <laughs> I hate him now. <laughs> and that's the reason to hate him. Yeah, definitely. That's actually quite a, yeah, that's really interesting. But if you're not a fan and you've seen his bit. I've seen, seen clips of his new special. I wasn't, I'm not going to sit did there. Did you and buy it? Did you pay the five bucks? I thought I was buying the cassette song with the song Louie Louie on it. <laughs> Fair enough. I think out of curiosity, you're allowed to, like professional curiosity, you're allowed to buy any comedian special that you want because you could say it's research, right? I'm just thinking, what the hell is he even talking about now? Did you like it? I only have seen clips. I really have only seen clips on like YouTube. Did you like the clips? No, because <laughs> the only clip I saw was the Matt Damon thing. And I'm just thinking, you've written stuff where like, sure, you paint yourself as a bit of a sad sack, but like you're writing these words for big speeches that everyone else is saying to you. That's making you learn and grow. Mm. You, you think I'm not supposed to draw those dots? Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> but I thought I thought the bit was funny anyway. Maybe now that you've you've introduced me to this hi hypocrisy, I won't be able to watch it anymore. So you've probably ruined it for me. Hey Harvey. Or fat Wolverine, sorry. Yeah, come on. How do you like them apples? How do you like them apples? Get it? Yeah. <laughs> it is true though, if you're trying to set up a punchline for yourself and you're writing the script, it's a lot easier, isn't it? It's oh, so absolutely. It's so hard to get the other person to say the thing that you want if you haven't planned it in advance. Or the way you want them to say it. Yeah, exactly. You know, you've got to get, a, you've got to get years of experience, you know, years of back and forth to know how someone, like me with my, my cousin Rodders, we, we can do that. We can handball shit to each other. And if we're in a good mood, we'll say the right thing. If we're in a bad mood, we'll fuck with each other and deliberately say the wrong thing. But we always know what's, you know, being set up. But uh, yeah, if you don't if you don't know people well, that's hard to do. It's kind of like what you do in this podcast, though, isn't it? You try to do that. What do I try to do? Have, uh, you try to provoke your guest into going along with your bit, right? <laughs> like I know, I know now. Again, behind the curtain, I know now that you plan in advance a couple of threads for each pod. Uh, they're not organic. You know where they're going, and sometimes. The guest doesn't go with you and you have to drag them by the hair, don't you? Like this one probably. I mean. <laughs> Did you want to do that employee evaluation thing or is that over now? That I mean, this is there? all part of it. And since uh, you're spilling my secrets live on air, that's yeah. not making you look good. <laughs> well, that's because I'm not a comedian. I'm an engineer. i got nothing to promote. I, I don't do anything. I don't want anyone to look at anything I've done. If anything, I'd like to keep everything I've done private. Like a normal person, you know, not these performers, you know, bloody uh, narcissistic, uh, you know, look at me, look at me, people. Like, I, you know, I just can't relate to that. Right. And if you think anything, you look at me and you go, I'm clearly someone who wants to spotlight. 
Yeah, I, I think clearly so. need my face out there. Yeah, I notice you brighten up as soon as we turn these very bright lights on. It just makes it easier to see things. <laughs> well, that's true. It is easier to see. It's way for, better for the cameras too. So, yeah. Well, I didn't mean to call you narcissistic, by the way. I just wanted to bring up the possibility that you might be. Oh, yeah. I know I'm a narcissist. I didn't go into this industry thinking I'm humble. No, really? I'm not humble. Did you go into it going, I'm the funniest person in the world, fuck this, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on stage and blow everyone away? Or Surely you don't think that at the start. I thought Australian comedy sucks, I need to get out there. Oh, I can understand that point of view. It kind of does. It can. Steve Hughes is good, but he's not in Australia very often. This is often. the 10th time you've brought up Steve Hughes well, in my presence. He's my favourite Australian comedian. And probably. you keep bringing it up and that's what going in the evaluation. <laughs> really? <laughs> Idolises Steve Hughes. You should be idolising me, Ross Purdy. Well, I do, obviously, but I'm not going to tell you about that because... Why not? Well, because your ego is already big enough. It's not a dirty word. It's fine. But it's not big I'm not enough. It. <laughs> it can be bigger. Well, I, I don't... Who's going to knit that thing for you when you need to expand the size of it to fit your head in there? I mean, imagine when it gets as big as my head. You'll have this big round... You'll just be a big pink round ball. It'll be like a... A dog's tennis ball. You know those, those uh, what are they called? Fuck, I can't remember. The, I bought one for my dad's dog the other day. They're these big pink tennis balls. In fact, we should draw the white lines around it. It'd look good. You think so? Yeah, we'll do it later. We could do it live on air. I haven't got a pink, I haven't got a white texture to do it with. We need something that's white and will congeal and stay white in color. Have you got anything like that? Well, you're the one who brought this up, so I think the onus is on you. You did well because you could have mentioned Sticky Glue and you didn't, and so I didn't bring it up either. I don't want you to bring up child rape. So what's just happened there is I've improved. Within the employee evaluation, I've actually shown improvement, and I think, you know, up to you, of course, but I think I should be rewarded for that with... Maybe a raise. So minus 10 cents instead of no cents? Yeah. I'll pay. I'll pay to be here. <laughs> 10 cents. The, do we even have coins anymore? How, when was the last time you actually saw a coin? Do you have uh, coins in your pocket? A couple of days ago. Really? You use coins? You use cash? I occasionally use coins. When you're in the pizza. Uh, what are you, a COVIDian? It's it's just a germ factory. You can't use coins. Uh, tell that to my local Domino's. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, Who well, employ if, me? If you think coins are safe, I dare you the next time you get a coin to put it in your mouth and hold it there for 10 seconds. I You'll mean, get all the strains. I told that specifically to my manager, and he said, well, we're too poor to afford FPOS machines, so... What, at Domino's? Yeah. Domino's is a big chain. They're not poor. <laughs> My Domino's is poor. Uh, he should, I, what he was They really... were using excuses. They didn't want to do shit. Well, my sister worked for a, for a pizza chain called Pinkies, which... Uh, oh, Pinkies. You would actually be in uniform for probably right now, but, but surely that's smaller than Domino's. Domino's is a big American chain. I think what your boss was saying is, I can't maintain our fat profit margins if I spend money on equipment like FPOS machines. 
So I'm going to put you in danger instead and make you handle coins and notes. That sounds like my manager. I mean, I don't mean to impugn your manager. It sounds like you've got a close friendship with him or her. But uh, it's a squirrel. Oh, it's a no bunch of squirrels. Not making any money. Squirrels are no good at business. <laughs> it's squirrels in a man coat. Squirrels are hoarders. You can't have a squirrel running a business. They'll never spend money on anything. Well, is that squirrels a hoarder? Yeah, hoarders. That's right. Squirrels that, are hoarders. Have you ever seen a squirrel with a nut? They go, they bury it in a tree somewhere, and then they have a big, like, uh, banquet of of all of these nuts. They never do anything with them. They just keep them. They just hoard. They're hoarders. All of them are hoarders. You don't need to slut shame them. <laughs> I just don't like hoarders. Okay. You don't need to keep saying hoarders. Yeah, well, I mean, I feel like I need to emphasize the point. You don't Whore seem convinced. Hoarders. No, if your boss is a squirrel, I would say move on. Move on. I would put in my resignation today. Don't you know, let that fluffy tail fool you. You know what? Maybe I'll put that in the employee evaluation. Yes. Gives definitely. good career advice. So if he was giving you an employee evaluation, what would he say about you? Yeah, delivers the pizzas. He's a handsome boy. Doesn't complain about the risk of handling coins. He's a handsome boy. Looks like he works for Pinkies, which is a competitor. What else? He's a handsome boy. Okay. I, I'm surprised. I mean, I don't know how squirrels evaluate looks, so... I don't know either. <laughs> do you do a lot of, you know, these sorts of movements and stuff? I do a lot of him? I do a lot of chitter, chitter, chitter. Yeah, right. Well, that would probably explain it. Do you strap on a big bushy tail? They like that. Mate, I have a big bushy tail. Oh, you've got a real one? Yeah. I was born with it. Explain to me how that maybe happens. it's Maybelline. <laughs> so do you have a squirrel as a mother or a father or or are both your parents squirrels? Well, I like to think that they're both squirrels. Well, it's not really a choice. It's it's a it's a species specific thing. So I like to think they're know. both squirrels, but really only one of them's a squirrel, and I haven't decided which one it is yet. Okay, that's weird. If they were both squirrels, then one of them probably fucked the mailman. Is all I'm saying. Hmm. Am I half squirrel, half mailman? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that makes sense to me, actually. I mean, I haven't seen you without your bandana on for a while. Is it a bandana? No, balaclava. It's a balaclava. balaclava ski yeah. mask, what the kids call it. Okay, ski mask, that's easier. I want to keep the language simple for the audience. I don't want to get too, you know, too many syllables, like a go, two syllables with only three letters. You know, that, <laughs> that'll go over anyone's head. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So we've reached the end of your employee evaluation. Where do you see yourself in five beers? <laughs> On the floor, under the couch, probably with some uh, glass in my face. So, And that's what I'm looking for. I need someone who will be so incompetent that needs to be drunk all the time. Yes. Finally, I've found someone who values the stuff that I'm good at. And that's getting drunk and making a little a little butt of yourself. Yeah, that's right. But um, five beers isn't going to do it, actually. We're going to need to do more like probably 15, if that's all right. Even better. Which means a raise. We need someone who's committed. 
So if they're oh, loyal enough to go for 15 beers instead of just five? Or we could just trade in all the beers for uh, like three whiskeys. That'd be better. <sighs> okay, where do you see yourself in three whiskeys? Um, just happier, more numb, you know, escaping from the drudgery and horrific pain and emotional suffering of being a human being. You wouldn't know you're half squirrel, and that's probably joyous. But, I know uh, half the pain. Yeah, you get half of it. So it's, uh, the, the whiskey is the only thing that cures it. So Let me just write that down. Yeah. Oh, whiskey I'll, I'll give you one. If numbs you pain. Yeah. Everybody should, uh, should know that, I think, if we've imparted any wisdom at all. Other than things about syllables and and you know uh, general knowledge about the podcast, how to podcast, that they'll never get it. They'll never be able to do it. So, Harvey Pop Popton, do you got any final words? I think you mean Fat Wolverine. Fat Wolverine. Yes, I'd like to say um, uh, Marvel. I'm your guy. I'm going to get the hair ready to go. You write the script, the Fat Wolverine script. It's going to be good. A little less action, uh, a lot more talking, and I reckon we can get it done. So that's me. And also come see my show at the Comedy Festival. What show are you doing? I'm just kidding. I'm not doing a show. Well, come see my show. But I just do. Yeah, go see go see your show. Yeah. Hey, hey, it's Doomsday. So. Or- In fact, I might go see your show. You should go see my show. It's part yeah. of your new... You're probably going to steal all my material from this podcast, aren't you? That's what, that's what this is about. You're hoovering up everyone else's material, right? Well, that is part of the reason why I do this podcast. Yeah. No one's listening to it, so I suppose that's the only value you really get. And that's how you destroy comedy. That is how you destroy comedy. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Bye. You have to press record on the thing again to stop it. How are you doing? Is this a freeze frame? Yeah, it's a freeze frame. Hey, do you like listening to Russ Purdy destroys comedy? Do you like watching Russ Purdy comedy videos on the YouTube? On the old Patreon, where you can get all that and more, plus early access to episodes and videos, plus bonus videos and bonus podcasts. The Russ Purdy destroys comedy after show, all available on Patreon. At patreon.com slash Ross Purdy will destroy comedy. And you get some special fun things as well. If you subscribe to a particular tier, you can get a t-shirt and hoodies and fun stickers, mugs, as well as all great other stuff. So just go on to patreon.com slash Ross Purdy will destroy comedy and subscribe today.